Thanks for watching another Slice of Sci-Fi video review. I'm Noah Richmond. And I'm Darren Golspick. We are talking about Kong Skull, Skull Island. Island. Uh, this is the latest incarnation of the King Kong legend. I wasn't quite sure if it was going to be uh, some sort of a sequel or so, you know, some way of doing it that wasn't a reboot. Uh, it's sort of interesting how they handle it because it is a reboot but uh, it's not a direct reboot the way the Peter Jackson one was. It's really something where instead of setting it back in the 1930s, they don't set it in modern times, they set it in 1973. It's right at the very end of the Vietnam War era and it brings in a lot of the, what shall we say, the the feeling, the style. Tricky Dick. <laughs> Nixon. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and and above and beyond all, the music of that era um, really brings it to life and at the same time transport it's, transports it to this uh, tropical island uh, where at what which point it does become a bit like the 1933 King Kong where it, it takes place on this island and it's full of... Um, prehistoric uh, creatures. creatures and uh, um, well, I guess you would uh, I mean it's just the same as in some ways it's like a facsimile of all the previous well, at least the island itself right so yeah it is a straight it is a straight-up reboot it's definitely an interesting one it does it what's been done before but it does it differently and uh, I think it does it pretty effectively I think it's the visuals are, oh are, are out of sight um, the use of sound, the, both the music and just the, the sounds that they use, you, it's very striking. Um, it really draws you in. And Kong himself is just this gargantuan creature. <laughs> that, oh my God, yeah, the, 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 the size of him and the scale. Just, it would have, what a beautiful picture. Yeah. The, color, the colors that they chose to use, you know, contrasting against this huge ape, you know. Uh, it, it, uh, from the moment it starts, just the editing is—it's got this crispness to it. And of course, as you mentioned, yeah. the music—it's everything kind of, kind of flows, and it just leads into this great, great introduction with him. And the first time you see him, it's just—he explodes under the screen, literally. Yeah. Um, I, I just really enjoyed it. You know? Yeah. I, I like—I agreed with, with the whole point of it, it isn't a retelling of—it's a retelling essentially about what we've seen in the past, like most recently Peter Jackson. But it does it in its own, right. in its own story, in its own way, and it does it so much better than anything I've seen. Taking uh -huh. that regard, the Samuel Jackson character was, you know, he—I want to say he played the typical Samuel Jackson character, but it was, you know, a Samuel Jackson character. But he's—it uh, kind of had that ringing of, you know, borrowing the whole point of like the Heart of Darkness, the Joseph Conrad book, you know, yeah. in, in the Apocalypse Now. It, it had that that vibe going on um, about how, you know, one could become obsessed right. and, and, and drive themselves into madness over that obsession. And, and it's just, uh, it had some really deep parts about the movie, you know? Yeah. Well, I guess for myself, what I really liked about it is it, it just felt like an old-fashioned creature feature, which yeah. is something that watching it, I realized, you know, they used to make films like this all the time when I was younger. And I don't see anything like this anymore. It's really nice seeing just a straight-up monster film. Um, you know, not not slasher horror film, but just straight-up monster film. 
and it, you know, and it had that that feeling of uh, you know the good good old fashioned fifties B movie, but set in the seventies. <laughs> well, and I think the the, the point of making it in the seventies was kind of a really clever way to approach this. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's far enough away that um, you can kind of by throwing in I think throwing in music you know borrowing the idea from the Gardens of the Galaxy you know as far as and what really made it good is like you had a the songs were just playing like on top of the, the, the movie it actually was leaning it was like linking to like on the helicopter it had a stereo system in the same way Apocalypse Now did so right. when the song's playing it had its purpose in the movie it wasn't just playing for the sake of the movie you know right. like a like like Guardians of the Galaxy did, he had the tape machine, or the, you know, the, the Walkman. Right. But anyway, I, I just the, the little things like that really, I think, helps the movie the movie elevate it, you know, into an enjoyment factor for me. Uh huh. Yeah. Now, I, w- I would have to say that I did think the way that it was built up at the beginning, I did think that it was maybe trying to do some sort of apocalypse now, right. where there, you know, it's going to make some grander. Um, statement about you know where society is at at that point in time or something and kong is going to become a metaphor for something and that never happens it really you know it has those elements and then it really doesn't do anything with them other than just give you a a fun monster film um i also thought that the ending was a little abrupt um and while the ending was a little abrupt at the same time the film itself i thought could have been tightened up a little bit. It was maybe a little longer than it needed to be. Well, in the end, you know, with the character Brie Larson plays and, of course, Tom Hiddleston, it, there right. was supposed to be some kind of a chemistry, chemistry there. Chemistry, right. And it really never, it didn't really matter for the movie at sake itself because the, the, you right. know, the main star of this show was King Kong, you know, and, of course, right. it was, he was really likable in this movie in the same way I like Godzilla and his old classic movies, you know. Right. So, yeah, there's there supposed to be this chemistry that I was, I'm going to assume we're going to see some f- future movies with the two of them. I don't know. Presumably. But, you know, yeah. sure, they're, they're you know, pretty faces to look at, and, and definitely they serve their parts in the movie. Um, and again, in the beginning, there's this cool sequence with the helicopters that it's like they just lifted it from the Coppola's movie, you know? It's freaking amazing. The, the, the effects are just breathtaking. You know, I've never seen King Kong look so yeah. amazing. And uh, like I said, real likable. Right. And it's hard to do that with a CGI, I imagine, you know, make something that isn't real seem real. Right. So. Yeah. So anyway, overall, uh, not a perfect film, but we definitely enjoyed it. We definitely recommend it. It was a lot of fun. Yep. And uh, that's Kong Skull Island. And thanks for watching Slice of Sci-Fi.